Hey, and welcome back to episode of Geeks of Chain. It's me, your boy Eli. It's me, Joe. And we're here to talk about Kenobi episode 4 and Miss Marvel episode 1, the recently released new Marvel show, which came out of nowhere for us. I don't think we knew this kind of thing. Yeah, I feel like we saw the trailer and I guess we kind of forgot the date because I think. Yeah. As I was preparing to watch Kenobi, you were like, oh yeah, by the way, uh, Miss Marvel came out, we should talk about that. It's like, what? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not fine, I'm not okay with this. You left me unprepared. I was, uh, I was like a man with his pants down. <laughs> unprepared. Yeah. Um, but we're going to talk about Kenobi first, I'm going to talk about um, Miss Marvel. I do feel like we might have more to talk about Miss Marvel, since it is a lot of, uh, there was a lot of talk before and now after. Well, now I don't know about after, but there's a lot of talk before the show. Mm-hmm. But essentially, um, we'll start off with Kenobi. Um, we know that the whole plan is to get them out, and we're introduced to the huge networking that helps, you know, the Jedi's escape. Yeah, the way is what they call mm-hmm. it. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of like a Star Wars version of the Underground Railroad. Yes, we did talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we mentioned it briefly, but here it's more of uh, okay, uh, you know, they Obi Wan's getting healed up in the back to tank, but uh, obviously, you know, he's like, we gotta get Leia. Where is she? She's in. She's been taken by uh, third sister Reva on their little uh, like water moon planet. I forget mm. the name of the planet. They say the name. They do, but it's it's the one that's in Fallen Order. Yeah, I was gonna say. I'm pretty sure it's that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And then, uh, you know, it's like, Reva's like, essentially trying to interrogate a small child, Mm -hmm. which, I mean... That never works. Yeah, that usually never works. I mean, man, just, uh, freaking Leia just gets, uh, from early early on, she's getting uh, interrogated by the Empire, you know? Mm -hmm. This is going to be a recurring thing for her, for her her life. (laughs) Um... And yeah, and you know, they, uh, Obi-Wan and, um, mm. uh, I forget the name of the Imperial yeah, Officer Yeah, yeah, just call her Imperial for Officer Lady. <laughs> I mean, we'll look, I mean, someone will look the name up soon. Um, but yeah, no, they plan, uh, you know, this whole thing of, like, I still have my Imperial clearance, I can, t- let's see if we can, like, get you in and get you out. Um, so you can save Leia and then we can get out. You know, pretty standard plan, obviously, uh plan does not go uh well there's a lot of uh you know like she has to like you know keep being like a regular imperial mm-hmm. officer she knocks a guy out you know um we might always want to go through this like all these hallways trying to avoid uh these drone bots mm-hmm. you know that like will detect any presence he does use a bit of the force you know do some distractions and stuff. So that's interesting, you know. Mm-hmm. But essentially, like, it's it's a whole breakout, and part of me, I'll be honest, part of me was like, is Rio about to find out that Leia is Force-sensitive? It doesn't seem, well, I mean, I, the thing is, is that if Leia's Force-sensitivity never really, mm-hmm. I feel like it doesn't show up until Return of the Jedi, you know? Well... I would argue towards the end of um, Empire Strikes Back when she hears Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. You are right, yeah. Yeah. So, I feel like, 
Yeah, probably as a child, she never really got much. Maybe it was like glimpses of force sensitivity, but mm-hmm. she never really thought about it. But of course, it was probably until and the end of Empire Strikes Back. That's sort of like I feel like as the audience is like, oh, she's force sensitive, mm-hmm. you know. Um, well, I remember a lot of people saying no, she wasn't, but I'm like, no, no, she was. Nah, I think it's more people like who th- see stuff in the sequels. Mm-hmm. It's more of a, um, uh, yeah, like she had like force, just more like just basic force stuff, and then uh, through the expanded lore of of Star Wars nowadays, she does at least get some training. Mm. But obviously, you know, they explained it in the, in the sequel trilogy that she did some training, but then she's just like, eh, nah, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. She got what she wanted. Yeah. Um, but as we as, as we were with the story. Yeah. Uh, Obi-Wan, you know, uh, manages to get to Leia. Uh, she's, he actually finds this freaking... Uh, oh, the horror scene. Yeah, where it's like all these freaking... Uh, Dead Jedis. Yeah, there have been like basically, not like the equivalent uh, of getting like carbonated, right? Yeah. But like, <laughs> way worse. Like, they're just like entombed in some weird like goo goo thing forever. Like, there's even like a youngling that's been entombed, which is like all kinds of fucked. <laughs> oh no, yeah, no. If you did, if you did not meet the end of uh of Anakin's uh, lightsaber, you just got. You know, drown for the whole the rest of your life. Yeah, pretty much, and that's what Reva's uh, tries to do to Leia because she's like, "You're not giving me the answers. I'll force you to do it." Which is like, goddamn. You know, it's like once you see the light youngling, it's like, okay, Reva is just straight up a monster. <laughs> um, but uh, the Imperial officer lady creates a distraction and uh, to give Obi Wan time to rescue Leia. Uh, you know. And, you know, it's a huge breakout scene. You know, Obi-Wan has, has to hold back, like, the glass because they're underwater and stuff for a little bit until it's safe for him to, like, just I was surprised they kept chasing after him knowing that... It, well, I don't think they knew, but, you know, it, it seemed very foolish. But then again, when have the Stormtroopers not been idiots? Yeah. I mean, to be fair, they're, the Stormtrooper ideology is just, like, we have the greater numbers, therefore we win, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah sure, buddy. Um, but yeah, uh, they managed to escape thanks to the help of the, uh, the sort of the people, uh, working for the way. Yeah. Uh, you know, they get some speeders or whatever to get out. Were they not A-Wings? No. No, no, no. They're the things, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, no, they're speeders from, uh. Yeah, the, from the walker scene from the Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense. It's like, why are A-Wings moving this precise? But then I, oh no, you're right. They are the speeders. And then like some dude gets gets ner- gets a, I was say nerf, but he gets a he gets killed. Yeah, he gets marked. Yeah, marked hard. Yeah, and you know it's uh, mm-hmm. you know, there is a bit of a tense scene afterwards with Vader, and he's like, "You let them escape. I'm going." <laughs> you know, obviously it's like, it's like I'm going to kill you. I told you failure was not an option, third sister. You will die. But he was like, "Don't worry. I put a tracker." Mm-hmm. You know, like, we'll find them and, you know, the the headquarters of this way, mm-hmm. you know, organization. We'll get them all. And Peter's like, pretty much like, all right, I'll trust you for now. Because mm-hmm. obviously, you know, he wants Kenobi. Um, and we find out that 
because during the interrogation scene, uh, she finds Lola, your uh, Leia's little droid thing, mm-hmm. and she sort of messes around with it a little bit, mm-hmm. and he sort of kind of also just explaining like, you know, I've had a droid too, and I I lost it, like I lost all my all the things when I was young, mm-hmm. yeah. Definitely sort of setting up that backstory yeah. for uh, for Reva. And, uh, yeah, at the end of the episode, we see Lola activating, and she has a red. Like, her eye, like, her little uh, mm. eye thing turns red. Yeah, it's, it's the fact that she's been tampered with. Yeah. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, because, like, I was like, when the fuck did she play like a track? Oh, there's the answer. Yeah, I was, like, when she said that, I'm like, when did she do that? Mm. I'm like I don't think I saw her get clo- like throw something at the thing, mm. but then I'm like, oh wait, she was messing with the the droid. And it's like, oh okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. It all comes. Um, so far for me, I feel like this is pretty much a pretty like solid. I think for for as 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 time goes on, I think Oak Kenobi is Obi-Wan Kenobi is a very solid show. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. It's very interesting, but when they do talk about sort of Obi Wan's past and like him trying to, you know, come back from his you know dark moments, I think those are points where the story is really strong. Now, granted, I'm saying that so far in, I do like the scenes with Leia and her, you know, being involved in this bigger thing. Though I wish it was a little less incense, where like. I don't know how the best way to explain it, but it's more of like later on. How the hell does Vader, you know, deal with this? He's known that she's been kidnapped. He knows the situation with her. How do we, you know that kind of stuff? Like, how does this fit? I guess my question is, how does this gonna fit in the timeline? And the uh, uh well, I mean. Are you asking like your your question is more of like how does Vader respond to Leia? Mm-hmm. And now, granted, this is it's going. I'm gonna be fine with it if he doesn't involve, you know, get involved as much. I mean, I mean, so far as to say, like, I'm pretty sure he kind of doesn't care. Yeah. Because I feel like uh, the Vader that is you know in the show right now is sort of like I guess Prime Vader, you know. He's all in with hunting Jedi, mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff. Because um, I feel like the Vader we sort of get in the, the original trilogy, he's like aggressive, right? Yeah, towards uh, towards Liam. Yeah, I mean, I, I, here's the thing. Obviously, is that I'm pretty sure Vader never really knows that Leia is his daughter until you know, obviously, Return of the Jedi. When, like, you know, he finds out Luke has a sister. Mm-hmm. But as to, like, who his sister is, I don't think Vader knows. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, like, I, I, I think, well, I guess your concern is that, does Vader see Leia? Does he get, like, a connection, I guess? Yeah. Will this come back to Bail Organa? You know? Uh-huh. I mean... I don't know. It's I don't. It's entirely possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, if anything, like obviously, like Bill Organa himself 
gets involved with the rebellion. No, no, of course. So it probably does. You know, this whole ordeal does maybe like lend lend itself to both Leia and Bill Organa sort of, mm-hmm. you know, getting into that sort of mindset of like the Empire isn't right. We need like a rebellion kind of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, like. I feel like um, Vader's uh, sort of obsession with Obi Wan is you know, obviously still going to be a thing, but I I'll... no no of course of course no I'm not I'm not saying it's it's that it's a little, but what I'm saying is that what you were saying earlier is that one there you know Leia I feel like has a very important role in the story obviously. I don't want to diminish her her role, but it's also like, man, I'm wondering how this is gonna fit in the timeline kind of stuff. Now, granted, this all could be eliminated towards like you know, the next in the next few episodes. Also, you know, it might not, and I wouldn't mind if it didn't because like it's from what I'm getting, it's still a story about Obi Wan Kenobi, and it's it's a very engaging story. And like we talked about in the last few episodes, uh, in the last talk, uh, conversation, that. You know, it gives more context between those two's relationship, and you see that towards like the end, where like Leia has a lot of like she's very comfortable with, you know, Obi Wan. There's a huge trust that's now developed between these two characters, mm-hmm. and I'm 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 glad to see that. Um, I just I just kind of want a little more consistency, is what I guess what I'm trying to say. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if I if I interrupted yours. <laughs> no, 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 it's not that. Mm-hmm. I mean, as a whole, I mean, I feel like this episode is, uh, I, I, I guess probably like, I, I guess I would say, the weakest only because, the first three episodes, have been very consistent in just having a lot of mm-hmm. great moments, and great storytelling. Mm-hmm. Here, I mean, it's a standard breakout sequence. Yeah. Um. Like it, 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 you know. It's sort of like, oh, Leia's been, you know. Uh, taken by Riva at the end of the last episode, but we get her back in this episode. Mm. You know, it's it, it, it's it's there's not much consequence, but obviously, you know, there's yeah, yeah, yeah. Be more ramifications in mm. later. In these uh, last two episodes, so you know yeah. that's that's gonna be a very you know interesting thing to see mm-hmm. how that all sort of transpires by the end. Um, but yeah, I, you know Obi Wan, you know Obi Wan Kenobi show, uh, you know I pretty think solid. It's, yeah, it's still, it's still pretty solid. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, mm. yeah, uh, yeah, definitely gonna be hoping to see. More episodes for that. Oh, it's only two episodes left. I mean, yeah, I know, uh, but it's gonna be interesting how I guess it wraps all mm-hmm. it all wraps up at the end, right? Yeah, I think that's the one thing we're uh, both looking forward to. Um, now on to Miss Marvel, which is one, I, which is the one I think we're gonna be talking about the most. Uh, not going too much into it. Uh, essentially, it is a standard origin story. Um, where Kamala is trying to do what she wants, but overbearing parents are a thing 
I yeah, like Kamala is uh, very sort of imaginative. Oh, she is very imaginative. She's a daydreamer. She loves the nerd culture, essentially the superhero culture mm-hmm. that we have here, and it's a and you, it's very apparent in the first uh, fifteen minutes of the. I don't say fifteen minutes. The first like few minutes of the of, of the episode where she does like a huge recap. As, she has a she has her own YouTube channel. Yeah. Where she does like little animations and stuff, and I am very impressed with what she's done. It's kind of fun. It's really cool, and that translates throughout the whole episode. Like, there's moments where like, like little chalk drawings are following them. To, while they're describing their thoughts on a certain thing. Yeah. And, like, whenever they text each other... They don't do that thing where, in most, like, teen shows, where, you know, they're texting each other. And, and you see the little, like, text, text icons yeah. in the middle. No, but this one, I don't know. It's, like, it's in the background. And it's a cool little, like, design with it. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, that's really that's really clever. <laughs> like, like it's really clever and also very artistic. And I really like it. Have you seen the trailer? Then you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, this this the show has a very uh, uh, it has a very distinct style to it mm-hmm. when it comes to uh, yeah how it uh, visualizes certain elements you know uh, and you know that's it, it, it looks pretty fun um, but yeah like you know her whole thing, like you know she's like having yeah you know she's a, she's a typical high schooler right yeah she gets kind of like weird looks because she's like ah the weird kid. I mean, she does have friends, you know? She does have friends. And, and they're cool friends. Yeah. But also, like, it's one of those things where, like, it happens in shows and it and it annoys me. It's like, wow, everyone's kind of a piece of shit to this person. It happened in Stranger Things. It's happening here, too. But, like, here it's at least not as terrible. No, because it just seems more like just typical, like, high school. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, ah, uh, you know... You're just a weird kid. Who cares mm-hmm. about you, whatever. Uh, and you know she's just having like standard teen problems. Obviously, she's like, yeah. I want to go to AvengerCon, which is like uh, their version of a Comic Con. Yeah, but it seems like it, it's their first ever. Yeah, like they're they're hosting it at uh, Camp Lee, which is you know mm-hmm. birthplace Captain America. Which and that's pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's very interesting. Um, and she's like, I want to go, mom and dad, and you know. The mom's like, no, I don't want you to go there with like, dressing up in those skimpy clothes and stuff. And I think this is where we're going to go into like more of the discussion, right? Um, just the representation. Because one thing that it's clearly priding itself over, it's like, this is a very, di- you know, the first Muslim hero we're adapting. And we're going to be talking about the fact that these are, you know, people of a certain, you know group of certain culture mm-hmm. on TV, we're not going to deny that. And that's apparent throughout the whole thing. There's literally a sequence where, like, you know, Kamala and, his, and her mom is just walking around the town, you know, experiencing the culture, their culture. And there's a moment where, like, and I can relate to this. I'm not, I'm not Muslim. I'm, I'm Mexican-American, Chicano, whatever you want to call it. Um, I'm, I'm here. I heard all of them. And... There's a moment where like you, there's two parent two like adults talking about you know their child the children being weird from what they are used to because you know clearly these are these are you know 
immigrant families. Yeah. And minorities. And I'm like, oh, oh, I know. I, I, I've, I've had these conversations or I've heard these conversations before in, in like, in like a normal setting. And these are very normal to me. Mm-hmm. And that's something I appreciate, you know, that, that I see. But also, like, you know, Kamala just being, trying to be, you know, herself, but also trying to, you know, be respectful to her family, which is very much what's going on throughout this whole episode, right? Yeah. Yeah, she just, she just kind of, she wants to be her own person. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's very clear that, like, her parents are more, or especially mm-hmm. your mom is, is, like, you gotta focus on your studies, you know, mm-hmm. you gotta... You know. Well, not just her mom, her fucking her, her guidance counselor too. Yeah, 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 her guidance counselor is like, "Hey, listen, all right, you gotta stop doing all this daydream stuff. Look in the mirror and be like, what do you, what does Kamala Khan, you know, look like in ten years or whatever?'" Yeah, and she's always, and she's staring off in the distance, man. Like, and he's like, "Hey, are you are you daydreaming right now? You know, like, come on, let's we, get serious." We, we just we just had this conversation like two seconds ago. Like, I we just barely started talking here. Come on, let's get serious. Yeah, and like. I like that guy, but he's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, and just like that kind of thing, which like I can totally get that as a kid who, uh, you know, I mean, you know, when I was a kid, I was very much a daydreamer kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I still kind of am. Where, But also like, wow, you know, I, I totally get where this kid's coming from. And I totally understand not only her perspective, but also I get the parents. Because like, I, I see what they're doing as an adult now. I'm like, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, you're, you are very loving parents, and I love that about you guys, right? Yeah, because, like, obviously, like I said, the whole, like, crux of the episode is that Kamala wants to go to Avengers Con, but her parents won't let her, mm-hmm. and she, you know, like, they try to compromise, and it's like, all right, we'll let you go, uh, but, you know, your dad's gonna take you. And uh, I'll be honest, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm with this, I'm with this. I know he's just like your dad's gonna be there. He's gonna be he's gonna go in with you for two hours, and he'll let you have the rest of the night fun, whatever, right? Uh-huh. And then he's like, by the way, here's your costume, the Hulk. You get to dress as the you, know, you get to go as matching Hulks, yeah, with your dad. And then just like, oh, oh, the cringe. The cringe is very strong in this one. Yeah, I mean it's 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 typical like parents wanting to fit in with their child's interests but failing to like grasp the nuance, I guess. Yeah, because um, like I mean, she says she wanted to dress up as Captain Marvel, and if you once you walk into her room, which by the way, uh, I like how there's like actual comic book posters in her in her in her room, uh-huh. which is really cool. Uh, but also, you, you do know once you walk in, there's a lot of like. You know, Captain Marvel, though, right? <laughs> yeah, but it, it, again, it's it's it just it, it goes to show that as much as they care for her, their daughter, they they're not fully like versed in her interests mm-hmm. and stuff, you know. Because yeah. I and it's it's such a real world thing. Because like, I have a lot of stuff that in my room that my folks would be like, "What's this about? What's that about?" Or like they'll try to pick an interest, but they have a one big understanding. It's a very relatable situation, is what I'm saying, and I like that they did that with Kamala and her folks. Because one, it's like, oh, you, you you like you can appreciate the fact that they're trying, 
But it's also like, oh no, you, you, you done goofed. Yeah, you went too far. And it's, it's, it's a, it's a very like, you know, relatable scene mm-hmm. where I'm like, yeah, no, I can see that happening for like any kid really. Who's like, who has an interest in something that their parents might not have an understanding on. Like you and your dad or whatever can like talk about sports. But if your kid is like, does, is not into sports and is into like, I don't know, give me a topic. Fortnite? Yeah. If your kid's into Fortnite, you're not going to be like. What is this Fortnite thing over Jiggy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's classic, and you know I do, I yeah. And whenever uh, we we go to cons or stuff, and we do see like the occasional parent there, it is nice that they're trying yeah. to be supportive and stuff. Uh, not to this extent where they're just like, <laughs> oh, I'm dressing up too. I'm dressing up too. I'm the Hulk. Let's go. You're little Hulk, and like, oh, um, you're the yeah. little Hulk, and I'm the big Hulk. This is cool. Um. But yeah, it's a yeah. You know, I I do agree. It is a uh, um, relatable uh, aspect of the show, and I think that's the one aspect of the show that is I think what they uh, have are planning what they've I think done well enough mm-hmm. of like yeah like I think Kamala's whole character for the most part is that she's an in universe fangirl. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is which is true to the comic, yeah. And as much as uh, that's, I know that for some people that's very, uh, it's a it's not like a, a character that they're personally into, mm-hmm. like a you know of, of an in universe fangirl or fanboy or whatever mm-hmm. that stuff. Uh, I'm fine with it for the most part as long as it doesn't get too like meta. Yeah, <laughs> it can get meta at some points, especially in this show. Um, but, but like, it's always, but what I find interesting is that, you know, they, they found a way because Kamala in this isn't that is, there's a little difference between her and and the comics. I feel like in the comics, she was a little more responsible. Like she has a sense of responsibility here. She's, she's a little more like fangirly. Yeah. (laughs) But like, and like that, this is what she wants to do. And it's, I think they made it in a way that's sort of relatable. Like I said earlier, because like, if you're a fan and your folks aren't of that kind of stuff, but they're trying to. It's always kind of like, you know, that awkward phase, right? Mm-hmm. Where even you can do it now with, uh, you can look back at anything. It's like, it's a very relatable thing. And one of the big crux about Kamala is her Muslim heritage. So this is like a nice way to incorporate that into the story. Um, obviously, also, she has like, you know, a brother who like, Props to the bro. Props to that bro. Yeah, because he does. He's the one that helps them more or less. Yeah. Convinces the parents to let her try to go. Yeah, because at first they were like, no. Yeah, and you know the older brother, you know, he like he yeah he is a he's a solid bro, you know. Yeah. He's trying to like help his sister out in any way he can. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's like and like he he's like listen like I I know what you're I know what you're saying I got you let let me talk to them yeah they'll they'll listen to me. Well, it's like it's just like it's just a very kind and bro- like her brother is is a little different in the comics. I think he wasn't because in the show there's like he oh he's getting married. I don't remember if he was in the comics he was getting married. I think he was still like living with them. Yeah, but um, he he was very but he 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 was still shown to be a very caring older brother, and I'm happy to see that. Um, her friends are also cool. Uh, Bruno, 
who was one of my favorite characters because he's such a chill dude. They made him like a tech whiz in this in the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if they're gonna go through with him uh, having a thing for Kamala, which I I think they are. I mean, it kind of seems like that. Yeah, there definitely are like moments where like, is he? Is, does he have a thing for this girl? But hey, you know, it's whatever. Uh, but yeah, um, more or less, mm-hmm. uh, as the story continues, like she she has to sneak out to get mm-hmm. to Avengers Con because you know that's a typical teen escapade in a teen show that they have to do. Yeah, uh, they get you know uh, they get there and they see this. The, I think probably one of the popular girls, her name's Zoe. She's also there and she's participating in this Captain Marvel cosplay. You know, and Kamala is like, I like Captain Marvel. She's my favorite like superhero. I'm gonna win this cosplay. But why is she here? She doesn't even like the Avengers, you know? Oh, that was such a relatable moment. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's every nerd right now who grew up and, like, seeing these random people at cons or whatever. But you know what? We're all, we all love the same thing. Let's all have fun. Yeah. Uh, but I do find it funny how you mentioned this to me. And I, I was thinking it the whole time. I was like, oh, shit, she does have a very, like, classic Miss Marvel look. Yeah, because Kamala is sort of, like, says that like when she looks at like zoe's come on uh, captain marvel cosplay and she's like she doesn't even look that's not even accurate or whatever mm. and uh you know looking i think when i looked at it it kind of resembles like uh carol danvers original like miss marvel costume yeah yeah bit. the 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 one piece the one piece with the little sh- strap or whatever there wasn't even a hint to it like when when uh, she was about to put a like a little strap on hers Mm-hmm. When uh, when Kamala's making her cosplay, yeah. So like, it, it's interesting. I mean, granted, it's not the same. It's not like the black and yellow. It's, no, no, no. But it's, it's like and like damn near like almost similar. Yeah, it's similar enough, right? It's like it's color palette too. Yeah, but it's also just like the hair too. Mm-hmm. It was very puffy, and I think she has like that like similar looking mask. So, like, yeah, I mean, that's kind of, I won't lie, that's, like, one Easter egg of, like, reference. Because, obviously, like, I don't think they'll ever... No, they're not going to do that costume. Yeah, like, especially, like, because that was, not mm. even for, uh, you know, regular, you know, uh, this, this version of Miss Marvel, mm-hmm. obviously. Because I don't think she has that either. Um, but, yeah, it's a very interesting thing. And, uh, you know, Kamala for her cosplay, she's going to have these power gloves, but she brought, like, a little bracelet that her mm-hmm. uh, she, that like I guess her grandma sent over mm-hmm. and you know like the mom was like it's all just junk just put it in the attic yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like I'm gonna give my own little flair to it you know my yeah. own little heritage or whatever to it and she puts it on and clearly it's some sort of power cosmic thing yeah because she starts immediately she starts glowing her eyes glow a little bit and she's like what, what was that yeah <laughs> and then like you know uh, as she's up on the stage in class, like, all the flashing lights make her like freak out a little bit and starts shooting out like yeah. these little things, and everybody's like, "Whoa, that's super cool!" And then it causes some commotion. But uh, man, people should have died. Maybe, but it, 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 listen, it's like a teen dramedy show, all right? I don't yeah, think that's gonna happen. Yeah, no. Nah. You know, she's like, showcasing... people, people. People were too happy for this situation. I'm, if that was me, I'm like, okay, I'm getting the fuck out of here. I don't know what's going on. This is I a mean, little too real. I, I guess, but at the same time, these people are like, 
here for a convention about the Avengers. Uh-huh. They even have like a shrine for Black Widow and Iron Man. Nice touch. Nice touch. Um, so clearly, like they're like, "Yo, this is so cool!" Like yeah. they're probably thinking it's all like stage effects and stuff just to like show off, mm-hmm. but it's clearly not. Um, by the end of it, like uh, Kamala and Bruno get out, you know, because it's like thankfully no one gets hurt, but there's a lot of commotion. I mean, someone should be dead. Yes, I know, I know. This is one person I'm like, no, no, oh no, no, you should be dead. Yeah. Um, but, you know, she gets back home and obviously it's the classic try to sneak in back into the house without getting detected. Uh oh, parents sees me and it's like, I'm very disappointed in you, Kamala, you know. <laughs> Good accent, by the way. Yeah. And the mom's just like, I'm very disappointed. Kamala. Is Nader okay with this? <laughs> oh, my boy. Uh, listen, he doesn't have to know. I don't think he even knows about the Miss Marvel show. I'll, I'll text him about it. I'll yeah. see. I'll see what he responds because he is also Pakistani. So, oh yeah, they did. Yeah, she says they're there. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, um, but yeah, uh, you know, she just gives the line like, "When I don't even gonna... recognize you." Yeah, it's like, are you going to be like a normal good girl like we raised you, or are you going to be just this daydreamer who dreams of being cosmic, being you know, cosmic doing cosmic things or whatever? And you know, it ends with her like looking at the bracelet and looking. Mm. Her powers and stuff's like, yeah, cosmic. <laughs> I think it's. I think that's gonna be the crux for the show, right? It's gonna uh-huh. be a, a, like either or. Um, it's 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 a decision. It's gonna it's the it's the whole point of the show. Um, is she gonna be a good girl or she's gonna be you know the superhero? Um, obviously the answer's gonna be both, but you know it's 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 the journey itself, right? Uh-huh. And I think the 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 thing about it is the thing that always like you know made Kamala Khan is like is she is. This hero, who is of of you know a, a minority, and she takes pride in that minority. There's a reason why her outfit looks the way it looks. You know, mm-hmm. it's very meant to invoke that image. And yeah, no, I do. I think this is a great first episode. Um, obviously, we're gonna have to talk about the powers because that was a big issue back in uh, before before the premiere. And yeah. dude, I. I, I, th- I think I said it last time. I get the complaints. I do agree with it. Um, and now I'm kind of more in line with those, with those, uh, you know. Uh, criticisms? Yeah. I think it's fine. Uh, there's a lot of changes, yes. and But, like, the power sets really kind of, like, make, make or break for it. For, like, it, it doesn't ruin the show. Mm-hmm. It doesn't ruin the show for me, but it's very, like... Kind of like, well, not to that extent, how we were talking in Halo whenever Master Chief had his helmet off, it just felt wrong. Yeah. But, like, here, it feels a little off, but it's not enough for me to be like, just, just put the mask back on. Put yeah. Put the helmet back on. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I get what you mean. Because mm-hmm. um, we do get to see that, that her, her user powers, like, like, she's shooting out these little platforms or whatever. Yeah. And we do get to see her actually, like, create, like, a big arms kind yeah. of thing. Granted, it's not her arm stretching, mm-hmm. but it is, like, a big arm thing. Mm-hmm. And if you know her power set in the comics and stuff, like, she has, like, stretchy abilities, more or less. It's And it's even more than just that, really, too. It's just more of, like, she can make things bigger about herself. Mm-hmm. Like, she can make herself have big feet, big arms, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or, like, it, it's called embiggen kind of shit, right? Yeah. And it's, it's not that much similar to Mr. Fantastic, but it's, it has its differences, right? Yeah. And here it just it feels very like very off. 
Like it doesn't feel, it seem like it's come out, it's Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, it definitely feels because obviously like it's all in her gauntlet, mm-hmm. right? Um, which I mean, I wonder what the backstory for that is because yeah. apparently, like, if that was something her her grandma had, then like, is this a is this a, like a ten rings situation here? <laughs> it feels like it, doesn't it? Yeah, where it's like this magical artifact uh, that from a, that was passed down to a family member, you know, and has like vaguely space maybe space origins you know mm-hmm. uh but yeah it's, it's interesting because obviously like the big uh one of the big things about kamala is that she is a inhuman that's how she gets her powers change mm-hmm. bomb yep so clearly that's not gonna be it definitely seems like that's not gonna be the origin for her powers unless mm. I don't know, like, somehow that thing spits out Terrigen. Like, maybe that thing she saw in the beginning is the Terrigen getting into her. Which, mm-hmm. boy, that would be a very bizarre <laughs> way of doing that. Oh, no, that, that you, you just freak me out right now. Like, listen, I'm not, listen, if that does it indeed happen, I'm not going to say I called it. Because I, even I'm going to be like, that's just weird. Why would you do it like that? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but, yeah, um... And it clear it's all in the gauntlet. Now, I don't... It's not two gauntlets. I thought it was going to be two. It's just one. Yeah, it's just one, which Weird. is interesting. Yeah. yeah. But... I, I don't know. Like, it seems... It's an interesting choice. I will I will say that. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, but I do feel like this show in of itself is still a really good show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also very creative, dude. Like, it, like, so much, like, you know, creative, like... Uh, way shot like the production in this was really well done and like i said earlier the the little art stuff going on in the background love it love it they make kamala Khan like this sort of like artist kind of girl and i love everything she's done yeah and but yeah um nothing much to say but yeah so far i you know kamala you know miss marvel looks like to be one of the more better shows yeah um i think uh yeah, I think I'm liking it so far. Um, yeah. I guess it is sort of, for me, it's going to be, I, I don't know. Personally, like, a part of my brain just feels like there's going to be a certain point where, like, where my brain's going to be like, this is, this is, I can like this show, but I feel like it's not for me mm-hmm. in terms of, like, because I feel like that we're going to get a lot of, like, teen drama stuff going That's on. That's not one worry. That's one of the things that made me, like, pull away really to be as excited for Miss Marvel as I could have been. Because it feels like it's going to be one of those teen drama, like, I don't know, not, I don't really, I didn't even watch that much teen drama as a kid, as growing up, did you? No, like, I mean, I don't want it to turn into, like, I guess, like, um, Degrassi, but with I was thinking of Degrassi. I mean, granted, I don't think, you know, we're going to have a shot of Drake in a wheelchair, you know. But well, that would be one hell of a cameo. And what would That would be, you know. Drake shows up, gets shot in the back immediately, and then it's like, I'm in a wheelchair now. Um, yeah, I, you know, I'm liking it so far, but it, I definitely do think, um, like, clearly the show, mm. like, I don't know. It's going to be that, and it's also probably, like, I'm really hoping that, like, Kamala's fangirling doesn't get to the point where I'm annoyed by it. Mm-hmm. So far, it does not. Yeah, so far it doesn't. But 
there is a moment in my brain where I'm just gonna be like, okay, you're just you're going too far. <laughs> yeah, yeah bring it back. Yeah, but uh, thankfully that doesn't seem like it's gonna be happening. Um, aside from that, like I guess we were talking about, I think it's a very solid show. Uh, hopefully, I'm with you on that. Um, but no, it's, like Kamal is a very relatable character. Like there are moments when like. No, yeah, no, I, I could see that happening, and that kind of still, in a way, weirdly happens to some of us. Um, but yeah, um, overall, Kamala Khan seems to be starting off uh, mm-hmm. relatively well. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it continues uh, that sort of momentum, I guess. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's my thoughts on it. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I said all my thoughts, so that means it's the end of the episode, guys. Thanks for checking us out. Be sure to follow us on all social medias at the Geeks uh, we are most active on Instagram, but we do have a Facebook and Twitter. Be sure to check those out. And on Instagram, we find a link to, to link tree to all the podcasts that we're officially part of, like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, all that good stuff. And of course, we have a link to the YouTube for all your audio listeners out there who want to put a face to the voice. And yeah, you like, comment, subscribe. Patreon's there for you guys to help us out in any form of way. Thank you for it. And if you do, thank you so much. And yeah, that's. About it, Kamala Obi Wan Kenobi and Kam- I'll keep going to call her by her name, Kamala Khan. It's Miss Marvel. Though. It's Miss Marvel. It's yeah, Miss Marvel. Because like I, I know her as Kamala. As Miss Marvel, she's Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan. Uh, yeah, but no, uh, yeah, Miss Marvel. Um, solid show, great show, start off, and we'll see how it goes. Anyway, it's been me, your boy, Eli. It's been me, Joe. You guys have a good one. Peace.